Hello everyone and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee podcast. Kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. Welcome to today's podcast in which I'm joined by a guest who I was very pleased when we started this call that I actually pronounced her name correctly. We have spoken before, but I'm joined today by Ildiko and uh, Ildiko has had a chat with me before and was really intriguing in the way that she uh, deals with business. But I know she's also got some stories to share today about writing her first book and also an extraordinary Uh, example of different types of coffee grown in the sun and grown in the shade which I never even knew about welcome to today's podcast thank you very much Simon it's lovely to be here thank you tell tell the listeners a little bit about uh, you you know what what helps you get up in the morning tell us a little bit about the story of what you do and uh, and the background to that sure so I'm a business psychologist Um, And uh, I work with entrepreneurs and business owners to get the best out of their life and their business for themselves to empower them. Um, But I'm uh, not a traditional psychologist. I have a revolutionary technique that I have developed myself, which is called life retuning. And life retuning sidesteps the mind and instead uses something very different. So we actually are made up of vibrational frequencies. Um, Einstein said it, he said, there's no such thing as matter. Everything is uh, frequency and vibration. Uh, Also Nikola Tesla said um, that uh, if you want to understand the universe, think of uh, in terms of energy frequency and vibrations. So our greatest minds knew this. Um, And so our thoughts, our emotions, even our physical body is just a bunch of vibrational frequencies. So I'm able to to read those vibrational frequencies as a database. And because I apply that database to find the solutions for my clients, I can bring them very rapidly out of states of anxiety, fear, procrastination, uh, addictions, whatever and whatever they need. So uh, that's how I work, Simon. Yeah, great. Uh, And that's life retuning. That's right. Like a guitar. Yeah, Yeah, great. Okay, well, we'll hear more about that, I'm sure, later on. Tell us a little bit about the the coffee that you're drinking, because, you know, we were just chatting about this before the recording started. And uh, I was intrigued not only for the name, but also the, the reason that you're drinking that particular coffee. So tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. So I'm drinking a coffee called Grumpy Mule. That's a great name, isn't it? What a name for a coffee. I love it. Oh, it's fabulous. Um, They're they're a great company. So they uh, they do about five or six different coffees. But I'm drinking my favorite one, which is called Feminino. And the interesting thing about, well, the two interesting things, but the interesting thing about Feminino is it's only picked by women. Um, which is a very, very curious thing to, uh, to, you know, to offer, but there's, I'm sure there's absolute method behind that um, because they care so much about the coffee that they create. It's Mm. actually shade grown coffee. Now shade grown coffee is much better for us because 
coffee naturally, the plant grows in the shade and it takes a lot longer time to grow and produce the coffee beans than the forced um, uh, plants out in the yeah. sun. So uh, coffee, Arabica even, um, and uh, is um, effectively forced to produce yeah. a high quantity of yield. But shade grown is um, coffee is grown in small batches and it's a longer time period. Consequently, it's not exactly the cheapest coffee. No, I can imagine. Yeah. But, yeah. but I mean, one, what a great name. And two, what an insight into I, you know, I never even you know, I drink my coffee. I wouldn't even think about considering whether it was grown in the sun and forced grown. You mm. say, I mean, we always think about coffee yeah. as being a plantation crop or, you know, like say quantity crop rather than quality so yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's great great to hear mm. and I've got to ask you a, a question because you showed me just before we started tell the listeners a little bit about what you're drinking it in because we went through a stage some podcasts ago mm -hmm. when we we're in lockdown about talking about mugs and yeah I've oh. got my my yeah. sort of Disney mug here which somebody bought me from the states it was a young lad that worked for me at my garden center that I oh, had lovely. And, and I've managed to keep on to it for about 20 years Oh, so, wow. Um, yeah, it's not broken. It's really That's solid. And it, and it holds nearly a pint of coffee. So it's a, wow. it's a good, good size uh, mug. But tell us a little bit about what you're drinking your coffee out of today. Yes. Yeah, so mine is actually a proper China um, coffee cup. Mm. And it's a, a beautiful design, which is actually playing cards. So if I hold up the um, the saucer, you can see that it's a gorgeous yeah. um, design of cards being spread out as if yep. they were, you know, in a spread. And um, also the uh, the cup itself has got the uh, the king, the five, nine, the, the whole suit of, yeah, um, uh, yeah hearts and diamonds. So yeah. um, it's a beautiful set. Um, I actually pulled it out from my garage um, a couple of weeks ago because I moved about six months ago and it was yeah. all packaged up in a, in a brown box um and I pulled them out and uh put them in my kitchen because they're a full set so ah, okay. I also have cake plates with them so I like to drink my coffee out of a proper good china cup yeah yeah and it's a good size cup as well isn't it you know it I mean, is. I've, got so, I've got some china cups but they tend to be more for the the lungo size coffee you know they're sort of oh, slightly, right, yeah. slightly bigger than espresso but not quite as big as the cup so uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love mm. that yeah uh, how long have you had those? You know, if you've bought them from one house to the other and you took care to package them up, how long yeah. have you actually had them? Because I think that's the thing. We, don't, we, we like to keep things like that for a long time, don't we? But it is yeah. a struggle. Yes. Well, actually, I've been a bit of a nomad for the last two years because right. um, I sold my house, sold up, and I decided instead of buying another house to rent. And that was kind of an open-ended thing. But with what was happening in the world, um, I decided that it was time to buy another property. And so it's actually been sitting in this uh, cardboard box for about two years. Oh, and right. it was my former... Oh, well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It was my former lovely neighbours who gave me the set because 
they they'd found it in their garage and they they it just didn't fit with their decor at all and they asked me if i would like it so i said yes please so yes it's very quirky isn't it i know i know the listeners you you can't see this but you know you've got the cards around the cup you've got the saucer which like you say has like a fanned out hand of cards yes uh, as well so yeah very 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 unique i I can say saying all the times i've ever gone in shops or any kind of establishments that sell that kind of china i've never seen anything like that so no uh, i haven't either and let me show you the um the other side it says elizabethan fine bone china staffordshire Ah. uh, staffordshire uh china so um, and again it's got the it's got the sort of um, little hand of cards on the bottom of the saucer as well yes cute yeah Yeah. oh well we'll all be googling that now and finding out if they're still available (laughs) yep so You've given us an idea of what you're drinking today. What's your what's your favourite coffee and how do you normally take your coffee? So um, I've been drinking Shade Grown um, for a number of years now, mm. uh, ever since I found out that it is much better, you know, health wise for us. Yeah. Um, and I really do love Grumpy Mule um, coffee. Um, you can get some of the, uh, the packs in Waitrose. So if you go into your local oh, okay. Waitrose, you will find, I think they carry about three different ones. There's a Colombian oh. and they, they call them things like um, one of the coffees is duvet days. So it's rich and dark. And okay. I would say that's my favorite uh, grumpy mule coffee. Um, oh. It gives you a kick like a mule. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's great. Um, I use a cafetiere. So it's a proper plunger cafetiere. Yeah. I don't drink anything other than the actual proper proper stuff. And and do you drink it black? Do you have milk, cream, sugar? Um, I am uh, dairy intolerant, so I haven't um, had any dairy at all um, since about two thousand and two. Um, so I will drink it with uh, my favourite is coconut cream, um, stirred into. Uh, dark black coffee is yeah. absolutely lush so that's my favorite way of drinking it it's it's interesting i, I mean I, I i quite like soya milk um right but i don't drink it as a choice uh you know I, mm. thankfully i'm i'm not dairy intolerant but mm. it's my wife uh, seems to have got a liking for oat milk so when we go oh, out yeah. she she likes oat milk and she's found that you use mm. the word lush she yeah. likes that really rich taste yes. of the oat milk rather than the almond milk or some of the others that mm. uh, you know people provide these days but there's yeah. so many different choices now isn't it you know, when when oh, i was yeah. drinking soy milk you know purely because it was just on a bit of a health streak yeah that, that was it that was the choice yes now there's so many different choices isn't there there are great. and one of my favorite actually is um it's hazelnut uh milk and <laughs> i like uh, i like actually making um buckwheat pancakes yeah. at home and i use hazelnut milk with the buckwheat and that gives you a, a nice real nutty flavor to the pancakes yeah now i've got to ask us a question now because i, I found this amazing uh, i once bought a bag of peanuts mm-hmm. okay and on the back of the packet in big letters it was an allergy thing and it said this may contain nuts amazing may contain nuts no. <laughs> i that's hope it does problem, that's, it? <laughs> that's what i bought yeah uh, now hazelnut and you know, I, I i'm not um massively allergic to nuts but i do build up over a period if i had too many nuts over a yeah. certain number of days i do yeah. actually get quite uh you know quite a reaction yeah particularly walnuts so i have to be really careful 
Oh, so yeah. hazelnut milk to me would be mm-hmm. perhaps a little bit dangerous because I, I have had a couple of anaphylactic mm-hmm. shock episodes. Oh, right. Um, yeah. But I've got to ask, have you ever looked on the pack to see if there's an allergen notice that says this may contain nuts? You know, I love it. I love the <laughs> the 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 thinking i mean i it it starts all sorts of questions in your mind may contain that's that's already <laughs> a worry isn't it it is may yeah. contain there, there is no um definite it will contain nuts yeah. that's already a problem but yeah. um the the incredible um thinking process that has led to creating a package that can have a comment like that on it is quite extraordinary isn't it, it is. yeah really yes yeah. Uh, and then, and I know, you know there's been a lot of high profile cases where people have lost their lives because mm-hmm. you know allergy information wasn't put on there. Yes. But yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's mm. it's the May. I'd much rather it say this packet does contain nuts. Indeed. I mean, that's what we that's what we want to hear, isn't it? So I where... think I think the problem is they worry that they'll get sued if they actually admit Correct. that it contains nuts. Yes. Yeah, they're just edging their bets either way. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. Thinking about your your own business, uh, and yeah, what 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 is it you've been working on? You know, you I love the way you've done this nomad thing, and, and the the coach that I originally set up in business with, he did something very similar because he realised his house was anchoring him to a place, mm. and he wanted to travel the world. So he mm. literally sold it, sold his house, and he he only rents now. He says because I can just decide yeah. tomorrow, yeah, to go and live somewhere else. Yeah, great. With, obviously, just by giving notice where. I would never do that because I've got to sell my house. I've got quite mm. a hefty mortgage, et cetera. Yeah. Yep. But thinking about your business and what's been a significant thing that you've worked on in your business, what would you share with the listeners from that point of view? So um, last year when everything went ping yeah. um, and we were all stuck indoors, I decided it was the time to finally write a book that I've been meaning to write since 2013 and so I sat down and um, decided that okay I'm going to get all my notes out Um, this is the time to do it and then um, this is the way things work in my life if I think about something I bring it about very very speedily and suddenly what appeared was a course that was perfect for me to go on to to turn my um, thoughts into things and actually become a successfully published author 12 months down the line. So um, it took And, that, and that's me... a short space of time, isn't it? You know, for anybody listening to this, I to go from so. thinking about it to publishing within yeah. 12 months is, is that's a steep curve yeah well done yeah I guess so and I can only go by my own experience so it's a little bit of um uh, a, a stretch to understand what other people go through but then I've heard stories of other writers and you know a lot of writers haven't got anywhere near finishing their books in 10 years let alone 12 months so um I'm very very privileged to have met an incredible uh gentleman called uh, Michael Heppel, who is an eight times best-selling international author, and he set this course up, um, write that book. And literally, he did take me from my notes to writing that book, yeah. um, managing to get the publisher I wanted to. I only actually approached one publisher. It was the one I wanted. And they said, oh, my God, yes, please. We absolutely want to work with you. Yeah. And so within three months, the book was done. Um, and that was in May. So I pre-sold 100 copies, which was great. 
went on to create an audio book, which I've also sold uh, copies of. And I've just actually um, had 100 copies um, printed of the book again so that I can sell some more signed copies before Christmas as perfect Christmas presents. So that was my challenge. (laughs) And, you know, one of my uh, friends and and renowned authors uh, is Mike McCallowitz, and he loves to do oh. audio, and he does all the audio himself. Yeah. How did you find that process? Because yeah, I, I don't read. I, I do. I love listening to audio books, mm. but yeah. I can't imagine much anything worse actually than having to read a book out loud and have it recorded. <laughs> Never mind, just read the yeah. book. How was that process for you of creating that audio book? Because you're well, the first person I've had on a podcast who has actually created their own audio version. We've oh, had really? other people that have, um, oh. you know, either had it done uh, or are going yeah. to do it. But uh, yeah, tell us a little bit more right. about that. So, uh, yeah, first of all, I had to do the research to make sure I had the top of the range microphone. And um, so I've got a Blue Yeti microphone and um, getting the the pop shield as well to make sure that the the sound uh, bounces back and certain letters don't get lost like S and F and Bs. Um, So I set it all up. Um, I did have some um, some advice um, from some people who actually um, professionally create audio books. But I thought, you know, I looked at Audible and Audible um, is great, except that they only uh, take recordings which are up to a certain standard. And I thought, no, I'm going to create something new. I'm going to create something called artisan recording. And artisan recording means that if there's a blackbird sitting outside your window and it's whistling Mm. away, it doesn't matter. It's part of the experience for the listener. So that was the first thing I decided. And um, so I ended (laughs) up, (laughs) if anybody does buy the audio book, they're not going to be able to get this image out of their heads now. But most of the book I actually recorded um, in my, my parents at my parents' house in my mum's bedroom and the reason I did that was because like you said that you've had like six weeks of things not working technically my internet connection was horrendous and I couldn't trust Hmm. myself to be able to do the recording at my house so I would pack up everything every day for two weeks go over literally sit down and record a couple of chapters one after another and I used uh, Audacity which is a free tool and it is wonderful it is yeah Um, I agree yeah so I just sat down of course when it's your own book you know what you've written you feel passionate about what you've written and I've had amazing feedback from people who've listened and they love it they say it's so wonderful that you're reading your own book it you the passion comes across your knowledge comes across um and the the pacing is good so um i did a, a few trial runs i sent that to um somebody who actually does you know record audiobooks um professionally and he said great i wouldn't say there's nothing i would say that you need to change Maybe. so i had that confidence to just go ahead and, and get the recording done and i was um really quite uh, pleasantly surprised that i only had to do a couple of edits 
So in the whole of that, I mean, I've got 34 chapters, Simon, in my book. 34 chapters? 34 chapters, yes. So it took me about 12 hours altogether to record the whole thing on and off. Yeah. Big job. Yeah, that's a marathon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Credit to you then, definitely. And if any listeners uh, have had any attempt at either writing a book or even writing an article, never mind a book, yeah, they'll understand how much hard work's gone into that. And, and I love the way you said the artisan recording. I'm going to use that now because yes. when I do my, my Monday's Moments videos, I sometimes I do them outside. Yeah. And I did one on Monday and this train came by because I'm quite close to the, to the East Coast line because I know you're right. Bournemouth way, aren't you? South yes. Dorset way. Yeah. Um, and people often say to me, oh, yeah, but if you do it outside, you've got to re-record it and re-record it. Why? No. <laughs> Just let it go. No. And... It was windy, so in the microphone, you know, yeah. I got my little earpods on. You could hear the wind. The train went by. Yeah. But actually, very often, they are the ones that people love the most. Absolutely, because it's reality, isn't it? Let's yeah. not sanitise things and pretend yeah. that it's something other than it is. Yeah. I didn't mind. You know, I had I had a few sounds coming in. It added. It added a richness and a reality yeah. to the recording that was yeah. uh, people listening to. Yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. So how has it been since you've you've worked on this book and this audio then? How, how has that changed things for you and for your business? So one of the things that I created was a tribe. Even before I had um, got halfway through writing my book, I'd already started creating a tribe of people who were already interested in what I was writing and I took them through my author journey. They came with me. So I would share, you know, that I I got up at 5 a.m. and, and, you know, written a chapter or whatever. I would would share that out in the group so that they felt part of the whole journey. So by the time that the book was ready to be published and they could uh, buy it, um, they were buying it straight away. So um, those 100 copies went. Uh, very very quickly and so I could send them out as soon as they came in from my publisher and um, that tribe of people is very special some of them are fellow writers and authors now published authors themselves and when you are part of a community of others that understand exactly where you are that is an amazing support because you can share the highs you can share the lows you can pick each other up you can share what's worked and what hasn't worked um so i am very blessed to be part of this amazing um community and also um the other thing that i feel very blessed about is that i've had some amazing feedback um about energy aware live a life of no mistakes i had a lady um just uh, send me a, a facebook message um two days ago saying your book has literally changed my life wow now when you yeah. get something like that sent to you it makes it all worthwhile times 10 yeah you know? and there's a legacy to that as well isn't yeah. it you know because that's that's the thing that you know i always picked upon you know i've i've read books from people who sadly have passed away years ago Mm. but their legacy of what they can impart and the impact that they can have on people's lives carries on. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's such, such a gift that you can give to the world yeah. uh, as well as to yourself to, to provide mm. that legacy. So yeah, that's great to hear. Yeah. So thinking about the book, 
And, you know, I always like to put the guests into the spotlight. And, you know, uh, obviously it's always good to have people who've got a book uh, and an audio in particular on. How do people grab a copy? How do people reach out to you? Just just tell us how the guests can uh, find out more about what you do and find more about how to get a copy of this great book. 34 chapters, did you say? 34 chapters. So that's good value as well. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, yeah, off my website, Simon. So if people go onto my website, which is liferetuning.com, um, they will see a tab at the top which says um, order my book. Yeah. And if, if you click on there, then it will bring you onto the page where I explain about what the book is about. Um, and then there's an option to either buy uh, or pre-order at the moment um, a signed copy. Yeah. Uh, or to get the audio um, so it's on on that page right great now this is going to seem a, a strange question but mm-hmm. what's the premium for a signed copy what's the premium yeah and i'm asking that for a for, particular um, i'm part of a, a couple of programs where you know books are you know part of the program that i i work with and i deliver and yeah. a couple of the authors recently have done just that you know we'll get you a signed copy yeah. or you know uh, i forgot they called it a particular uh, almost like a first draft copy okay right um, yeah. and one of these books i actually proofread so as i said oh. to you i don't i don't read books yeah, yeah i listen to them so yeah. having to read a book and proofread mm-hmm. it and give feedback on it was quite a, an arduous task for me sure sure and then for this particular person, I won't say who it is because they might be listening to this podcast, but for this particular person, um, they said, and we'll send you a signed copy of, mm-hmm. of the pre-release version. Right. And it was six times the price of the standard version. Wow, really? Thought, I've given up my time to proofread your book. and you do it. But there does seem to be a culture uh, of, if you want a signed copy, but it's yeah. a premium for a signed, for a signed oh, book. Oh, no, not with me. No. I think um, it's not something that has come into my mind at all. The signed copy is simply because the book is on Amazon. Therefore, mm. I can't sign those copies, no matter what country they go to. I can't yeah. sign them. But to have 100 copies come in, number one, I can, um, I can sign all those copies for anybody who's ordering them now. Um, mm. But I can also take copies with me when I do uh, meet the author Um, events which I intend to do next year I would never put an extra price on a copy no way on on a signed copy no why makes no sense to me yeah that's why I ask because it is a bit strange I wondered if you know if it's something that uh, publishers are asking people to do more of to make their versions look better value uh, you know whether there's I must admit I haven't heard anything like that and because Mm. I know uh, Michael Heppel he's never mentioned anything like that I don't know any of the author's who have come through the course who are doing that at all. Yeah. So, um, no. I mean, I mean it's, 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 in, it's interesting because, you know, uh, listeners, you can't see this uh, on the screen, but you know, I've got my bookcase behind me and I've got mm. a, a great book there by Oren Claff, uh, Flip the Script. Uh, mm. And I, I listened to his audio and I gave him a great review of the audio and he reached yeah. out personally and said, thank you very, you know, so much for the review you gave me. It was very heartfelt it was you know very in-depth as well 
Yeah. Uh, I'd love to send you a copy of, of my hardback book. And he sent me a copy of that and it's signed. I've got a postcard saying thank you. That's lovely. Uh, let me know when you read the next one and please leave me a review of the next one. It makes yeah. it very personal, doesn't it? You know, I feel quite connected to yeah. Owen now. And, you know, I'm hoping he's going to be a guest on my podcast, which is why I'm mentioning mm-hmm. him now. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's going to be a guest <laughs> in my podcast in the future. But uh, so that's great. So the site they can go to is liveretuning.com. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And if people yeah. want to connect with you, perhaps on social media or on LinkedIn, yeah. I know I've sent you a LinkedIn request just a little bit ago. Can you just, yeah. for the listeners, um, give us your your full name and just spell it out for us so we know exactly how who to search for? Because actually, there's uh, when I search for the first mm-hmm. name, there's quite a long list. It was a name I didn't expect to see a long list of. So uh, yes, that's because it's a Hungarian name. My parents are Hungarian, so um, I, I mean, I was born in England, but um, I have a Hungarian first name. Um, so outside of um, the UK, uh, certainly in Hungary, Ildiko is, um, I, I would say, quite a common name. Um, but my name is Ildiko Spin Fisher. So you won't find another one of those. <laughs> no, no, I can definitely say, yeah, yeah, that was the one that stood out. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yes, Ildico Spinfisher, if uh, you would like to email me, please email me at ildico at liferetuning.com. Yeah. And we're spelling Ildico how? I-L-D-I-K-O. Great. And I always ask the guests, people say, can't you just read it out? You know, it's on the screen in front of me. But I always stumble over the letters when I'm trying to spell somebody else's name. Where mm. to me, if it's the person's name and they get it wrong, then that's that's okay. That's their that's their that's their fault. That's their fault. This is on yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so let's let's move on to the uh, the tip and the lesson that the listeners can take away from today. What what would you like to share? What would you like the listeners to be able to go away from this podcast and do something with? So the thing is, at the moment, um, we are being pulled into certain stories. Um, I don't need to go into what those are. We all know what those are. But, you know, the important thing is to be an inner activist. And what I mean by that is notice what experiences you are having and see the patterns that are showing up for you. You may be attracting a particular kind of person or a particular kind of experience into your life, notice the patterns showing up because they will be uh, reflecting the beliefs that you hold about yourself, others, and the world. And if you want to change that pattern, go inside, find the place of you inside you that needs to be shifted and make that shift because everything is a vibration. If you change the vibration, you change the energy, and that changes the outcome. Yeah. Now I know. Obviously, I, I, I love that phrase. Be an inner activist. Yeah. What? What a great. I've written that down. My little post-it note here. I think for for many of the listeners, one of the difficulties, uh, and it's probably a good reason to reach out to you or to read the book mm-hmm. in particular. We we hear that so many times about self-awareness and you yeah. know looking to yourself, but for many of us, it's where to start. Because Look that is such, a, it's such, an, such an alien thing to do yes. because yeah. everything is outward, isn't it? You know, and particularly in today's world, everything, well, everything is, is outward and we need to go in, in, inward. Yeah. What, how, what would you say to the listeners who are struggling to know where to start with that? 
So, um, as I say, look at the patterns. Mm. Notice the patterns because patterns are recurring. Things come up in a recurring way. So, for instance, um, I've had weeks where I have the same kind of clients, um, problems or issues coming up, no matter where they are in the world. The same belief has come up with somebody in Australia, in America, and in the UK. The same emotional state, say anger. So if I've got three people who are in a state of anger, I know I need to look inside myself for that vibration. Where am I holding that anger? Why am I holding the anger? Is there something in the past that happened that is a matchup for what is happening now? Might the same feeling, the same thought pattern, the same outward um, experience? Because everything has a relationship and there are things that have happened to us in the past that we haven't processed through, we haven't cleared and they are a trigger. So when something shows up in our current situation, they can trigger a resonance from the past. Now, you know, I, uh, my um, uh, system is called retuning. If you think about a guitar string, yep. if you pluck it at one end, the resonance goes all the way down to the other end and vice versa. So if you think about an experience in the past that has happened and it holds a resonance, If you pluck the string in the current moment, it will vibrate all the way down and make a connection between those two points in time. And that's what we're talking about, the patterns that show up. So see the patterns. Don't use your mind to think about the Mm. um, interpretation. Just see the patterns. Notice the patterns. That's where I'd start. And and it's it's intriguing what you said there, you know, and for listeners very often when you start to talk about patterns you know we might be looking for our own patterns but it's interesting what you say there that it's the patterns we see around us yeah that then they're the things that we have to look for ourselves so if we've got angry people around us you know if if i'm interpreting this correctly Mm. then actually it's the anger or those moments that we need to think about to do with anger in ourselves yeah there's a there's an echo back Whatever yeah. you are transmitting out there will echo back to you. Yeah. So look for the echo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I love that. That's, that's great. And actually, that's that's hitting home with me as well, because there's a few things happening in my life at the moment. And right. you're right. You think, yeah. well, how can this be happening in different cultures with different people? Yes. You know, where, you know, surely these are different, but they're not. They're all coming with the same issue or the same. Well, you're the common factor. Yeah. 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 All of it. You know, I was um, I I have a (laughs) this is going to sound crazy, but um, one of the the people I have esoteric conversations with and deep conversations with is actually a market stall holder um, who has a little stall um, in the, uh, the local market. Um, He's actually a Sikh gentleman. And um, whenever I go to visit his stall, like I did yesterday, we end up in the deepest conversations. But he he said um, something yesterday, which I want to share with you because um, it it absolutely nails it. He says, if I come to my stall in the morning feeling angry and resentful and annoyed, um, those are the customers that I will attract. If I come and I'm feeling uh, generous, happy, 
and open, those are the customers I will attract. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that is just so true. And I'm sure everyone listening to this will think of moments that come to mind straight away where that has happened. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, great. Well, you've, you've given us some great um, ideas, some great thoughts, um, all the way from grumpy mule coffee and coffee that grows in the shade, all the way through to that real nugget there uh, of looking at the patterns and looking inwardly at ourselves for that connection with that pattern. And I love the word echo there as well, because, uh, yeah, it, it definitely is that reflection, isn't it? Mm. Um, let's go on to the final question then, just to, to wrap this up. If you were to have your next uh, coffee, Ildico, in a dream location, okay, so this is slightly different to what's on the list. Yeah. If you were to have that coffee, yeah, that shade-grown coffee, as we now know, yeah. uh, in a dream location, particularly important because you said about the nomad side of it, where would that dream location be and what time of day would it be? Oh, I think it would have to be at the foot of one of the pyramids. Oh. When the 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 sun um, casts a shadow, yeah. and I can decide whether I sit in the shadow or in the sun, yeah. having a, a lovely uh, yeah cup of coffee, um, probably in in a glass, I would think in in Egypt. Right. Okay. Great. So we're talking perhaps a cold brew coffee then, rather Maybe. than hot coffee. Yeah. 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 See, that's, I, I can get that. Yeah, you know, I don't do cold coffee myself. But I can imagine in. The hmm. desert at the foot of a pyramid, a cold coffee would probably go better than a, a red hot coffee, although I'd probably still go with a hot coffee. <laughs> I think if, you, if you're sitting in the shade, then it might be the hot coffee. If you're sitting yeah. in the sun, it might be the cold brew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Well, that's definitely a unique place. Uh, we've not had anybody mention that before, neither. Look, it's been an absolute pleasure. You've given us such an insight. Uh, just reminders of the website to go and grab a copy of the book or for the audio. Sure. So it's liferetuning.com. Yep. And if we want to find you on social media or go out there, it's Ildico Spin Fisher. So if we look That's for right. that, yeah. I-L-D-I-K-O, right. and then Spin Fisher will distinguish you from the others that are out there. That's right. And I'm on um, Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. Yep. So, yeah, please come, please come and find me. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for giving up your time, as always. Every thank guest, you, is, it's a privilege to speak with you and to have you give up your time. And listeners, go out, grab a copy of the book, reach out to the website, get the copy of the book, get the audio, uh, and do something with what we've just talked about here. I think that's the most important thing. Look for those patterns, because trust me, if you actually take a moment to stop today, you will see patterns. You'll see, they're all around us. They're swirling around us, aren't they? So we'll, we'll find those patterns and then do exactly what Ildeco said, you know, looking inwardly and see how that is having an impact on you and those around you. And again, thank you for being a guest. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Simon. It's been lovely to be here. Thank you. And listeners, of course, we'd love to hear what difference it's made. You know, you heard Ildeco talk about the person who had implemented something in a book and it made such an impact. Let us know that what you've heard today has had an impact in your life. That's what we're here for. You know, we're not here for anything else other than to make a difference in your life. So go out there, be accountable, do something with what you've heard and what you've learned. Let us know that it's made a difference. And of course, it'd be great to have a review of the podcast as well. And I look forward to having you on the next podcast. Bye for now. 
Thank you for listening. Don't forget if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you.